in 1957, the French filmmaker Albert Lamarise invented a board game that conquered the world. Lamarise sold the game to Parker Brothers, who published a game that dominated. It has since come out in several editions and spin-offs over the years, covering various worlds of the multiverse from Middle-earth to Cybertron and a galaxy far, far away. Today, this game of strategy and combat is being made by a giant in the toy business. It's of course Hasbro, who's the publisher of a game of great risk. Welcome to Two Thirds Focus. My name is Rasmus. My name is Red. And I'm Jan. And I think we're all almost in focus. Almost, yeah. That was painless. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how are you guys doing? Oh, pretty good. Res, you, you're actually the one with a, a new background for a change. Yeah. I hoped you wouldn't notice. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm up visiting my dad cuddling polar bears again. Uh, maybe, Why? Maybe, maybe looking at properties and land and oh. moving and workshops and things. Ooh. Uh, but that's, that's about all I'll say for now because yeah. there's nothing concrete and I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But it's it, it, yeah, it, but it, it's going to be a long haul, so don't expect any news soon. But could be could be something. Okay. Nice. Nice. So for now, just polar bears and cuddles. Yes, which of course is all you need in life. Yeah, absolutely. Red hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've what I've I've worked a lot this week actually. Uh, even released two videos on the tubes. Oh yes, you did. So um, one was yeah. Uh, one was was ready for a few days. Um, it's the first part of a series of three videos about how to make leather sleeves for um, whiskey's flask. No, whiskey nice. flasks. I, I, have, I have a thought on how you s were sewing them together, but continue. Yeah, now. okay. Um, um, so yeah, the first one is the traditional way, uh, like the fancy flask sleeve, like clean work. The second one uh, will be out by the time that's, that this episode uh, airs. So it's the laser engraving way or the technological way or whatever it's i'm not sure how it, i will go. the Porsche and fancy and i have expensive tools way yeah that one <laughs> um uh, but that's actually my favorite one to date the, f the the first one uh is nice i like it but the second one i wanted to make it more like a western uh saloon uh, style uh, thingy, so with like um, age, f I'm f f um, fake, no, it's not fake laser, it's absolutely uh, real laser, but in a way, um, worked in a way to make it older than it actually is, if that makes sense. Uh, so I wanted to make a flask that some kind of cowboy would have uh, on a bag on the back of his horse or something close to that so anyway uh that's that will be the part two and the part three uh will be out probably next week and i also did a video about the laser engraver which is uh, really cool not the video but the machine is really nice <laughs> also uh, the video. it was yeah, it was yeah. good like there were, had some good points about the laser cool thank you 
Um, it was fun to do. It, I was a bit in, in a rush uh, because the the sponsor wanted it now in order to launch mm. the campaign for the thing. So yeah, I, I spent a good amount of the the week working on that. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty uni- unusual to have uh, um, two video out in a week for me at least. Uh, that I'm not sure that's a pace I I, I want to keep or I I. Will keep it's sustainable, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But one one uh, a video a week would 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 be perfect. So um, so yeah, that that's mainly uh, my week with more paperwork in order to be able to uh, sign for the the apartment uh, probably at the end of the month. So it's it's an, it's an endless story with the banks. You always have so much paperwork to. Uh, go through and and sign and send back and stuff. So, um, yeah, but we are we are seeing the the end of it and yeah, probably signing uh, for the apartment at the end of the month. Uh, and if everybody everything's go well, after a, a, just a little bit of work inside, just to change the the paint, the the color of the walls, uh, or few repairs uh, here and there. We'll be able to move uh, mid February, probably. Ooh. So yeah, nice. That's almost soon. Yeah, almost that, soon. That yeah. is pretty soon. And then we're gonna post the address on Facebook and have a huge yeah. invitation moving in party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The neighbors the, the gonna love that. <laughs> no, no. But I'm pretty happy. And and yeah, the the week uh, uh, went very fast because of all the work that I had to do. So nothing much happened. Uh, just uh, me working on the videos, publishing them. Oh, so, oh car repairs uh, also because I'm, I'm, it's still a of work course. in progress. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, that it was fr- freestyle steering done. rod. Sorry, what? That freestyle steering rod you showed the picture of. <laughs> yeah, it's it. We uh, it's so close to be fully done. Uh, the other day we mm. still had like two hours of work, and it started snowing like heavy snow so we Ooh. had to stop uh and it's been three days and all no, all the snow is gone and tomorrow it should be sunny and and warm enough to to work on the car so maybe tomorrow it will be done so and, and you i guess you had real real fun with trying to find that small oil leak that was bothering you for months absolutely it was so fun to have this oil leak for s- <laughs> maybe one or two years and and thinking it was I was done with it after many repairs that I've done and finally finding that it's only one bolt on the side of the motor that was unscrewed it was a screw uh, that was unscrewed and and has absolutely no purpose in the car. It's just here for the oil uh, ex- to be leaking for from. An, yeah, <laughs> except for being an oil leak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's absolutely it. So we had to take apart the, mo- the old motor in order to f- access it and to see it because it's behind the thing, which is behind the thing and all of that. And, and then we just tightened it up and the leak was gone. So and hopefully, for the listeners yeah. that are wondering, this is not a classic car restoration. We're talking about a normal French car. Yeah, normal French yeah. car. A little bit old <laughs> normal French car, but yeah, it's the case on every damn car here. And it's a known problem, which is a known issue, which drives me nuts because that kind of, of problems that you have on French cars are known by all the people that do mechanic and repairs and just the customer buying the cars after a few years. And they make it known to the the constructor Peugeot, Renault, and all that, and they don't change a thing. They keep working and making 
cause uh, the exact same way. It's But not a bug; it's a feature. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> anyway, I will, I'll I'll be done with that soon, and so the the car will be able to pass uh, the. What's what's the thing? The regulation, the test, the the, the exam, the the inspection, inspection. Um, yeah. One more time, and if 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 we did our job properly, it will be all okay and be good for two more years. So yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Jan? What did you do this week? I'm just back in the well, life you could say yeah. <laughs> after the vacation. No, it's it's fine. It's like. Um, work as usual but other than that time has really flown by for the last week um went by really fast i basically spent my evenings with some miniature painting um also a little bit of filming time in the workshop i already over like in the beginning i had kind of a new year's resolution that i wanted to like do more like usual do more videos be more productive i am more productive but i am taking my time with it Yeah. Because I started realizing just after a few days that I really fast, like I started to get burned out again, like yeah. real fast mm. about it. By having that time pressure, I'm like, wait a second, I'm not supposed to feel pressure about this. I'm doing this for fun. And uh, so what I did is just took my time. I uh, got probably more accomplished than I would have otherwise. <laughs> And um, I also started painting miniatures again. Yeah. So it has been really therapeutic just doing that whenever I have the time and I feel like it. I also started reading again, which I which absolutely sounds strange because I watch hours of YouTube every evening. But for some reason, I always told myself you don't have time to read or you could use your time otherwise. <laughs> But once you realize that you've been watching YouTube for the last three hours and just scrolling around in the newsfeed, basically be, being bored, uh, it felt really good. Just start reading a book again. And I have no issues falling asleep anymore in the evenings. Me oh, reading a book, it's just, I usually make it about to 20 pages and then I, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the book you're reading probably, but yeah, I hear you. No, it's, um, it's I think more my bad eyesight because I don't wear glasses. So I, my eyes are strained oh, yeah. and I'm getting tired. So they start to tear up. I'm tired and I've just, I put the book aside to switch off the light and I'm gone. <laughs> What kind of book are you reading right now? I started reading Harry Potter again. Oh, oh, cool. Because it's been, I read Harry Potter when it came out. And I realized it when somebody told me it's like 20 or 25 years. Yeah, 20 years. Uh, 20 years for Harry Potter now. And I'm like, it's been that long? No, that can be because, and then I was like, oh yeah, I, I did watch the movies once in a while, but I remember the books being slightly different. And then I just yeah. got that old fuzzy feeling again like being cold up on the sofa just like going through the books not being able to sleep till i like finished the book so i started doing that again and i'm like half th through the first one now and i'm just thinking i'm just gonna read through all of them we've started uh, watching the movies again but mm -hmm. this time That's with the kid that. yeah because Ooh. the first time we watched it with my wife we 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 were a young couple and and went to the cinema to watch them and we were alone but now we can watch them from home and the kid is old enough to be watching with us so we are currently at movie four i believe uh, and 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 he loves it uh but movie five gets a little bit scarier than the previous I one i mean even four is kind of creepy with the yeah C cedric dying at the end 
Yeah, yeah, spoiler yeah. Spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's been 20 years, so we can yeah, spoil yeah, whatever we gonna, want. We're going to bleep that one out. <laughs> in the off chance that someone in the last 20 years has not read. <laughs> and I uh, didn't I remember mean, that, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like it's even the third one. It gets kind of dark with the Dementors showing up. Yeah, so, that, that was the scary part in in the movie. And it um, has its moments. Don't spoil it. Like it, it really, it's been, it's been years since I watched the movies, and <laughs> it's been really, it's been a long time since I read the books. So, so the I'm rat is not re- a rat. So, 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 so you know. The Ron's yeah, rat yeah, is not yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Stop right. spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been basically it. Yeah. Good. You done? <laughs> Let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's that's that's basically what I'm reading, painting, uh, filming a little bit. Quick question about painting. Are you only using your airbrush or are you also using... No, 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 no. I'm, no? Um, airbrush is just for the base layers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for in, some of the details... Can, like I grew up with, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, the, no, actually the priming I did with the rattle can. Mm. I, I do have primers for the airbrush, but I decided on the rattle can just to try something different because it's like a metal primer or a metal mm. colored primer. And then I did the um, airbrush. I did just two base coats. I keep the colors to a minimum. And then I just started with the uh, brush for detail work and oil washes. Okay. So, But the brush I basically just use for cleanup and oil washes. Okay. And now it's going to paint in a couple of details, the basing. And then it's going to be airbrush again for OSL, which is object source lighting. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of lenses on those miniatures I want to basically give a glow and i'm already like i've been pushing that away for like two days because i'm afraid i'm gonna fuck it up and just spray the whole miniature like ah, if, if, if something it. goes wrong there it's basically ruined <laughs> ah, just do it worst yeah. case you'll start over oh that yeah that that's 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 fun <laughs> yeah or i'm gonna carry them outside and drive over them with my car well i mean whatever floats your goat <laughs> Uh, but red on on the on the flask or the sleeve for the flask you did. Yeah, I'm curious. Did you did consciously decide to go straight through the leather instead of sewing at an angle towards the edge? Yeah, because the the um, I want to show a different technique for each and every flask sleeve that I'm uh, that mm. I'm making. So the the three sleeves, the three videos show a different way to work the leather, uh, emboss it, engrave it, or tool it. Uh, and also stitch it. Uh, so it's three different technique uh, techniques uh, for the the stitching in the back. Um, I, I've consciously decided to not do a box stitch. Uh, is or that box. what it's called? Uh, the, the 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 box stitching is basically you're making a box in in which you slide the flask in. So you have a bottom. Yeah. It's so it's not a sleeve. Ah, it's right. more more like a box. Mm-hmm, um, right. I, I didn't want to do that because I, I wanted the, the, the sleeve to be um, wrapped around the flask. And as the flask is bent, uh, if mm. you do a box thing, uh, you have a space between the flask and the sleeve or the box, little box. So I didn't want to do that. Uh, plus, I have this weird idea for the last one uh, that hopefully will 
will uh, be nice. Um, do you do you want to spoil it? Tease it? Uh, not yet because I'm not a hundred percent sure what it would be. I had I had I had a few ideas. One would be um, to actually cut the leather of, uh, in the sleeve to uh, make the flask apparent, and to use that gap in the or hole in the in the leather. Uh, to be part of the design, so just mm. just just as a comparison, you all know the Mandalorian, uh, the helmet. Yeah. He has his black uh, visor, the black part in the helmet. It's just yeah. like if you cut the leather with that shape, and so the, it became it becomes part of the design of the of of the helmet. Yeah, yeah. using the negative space and let the flash exactly. itself shine mm -hmm. through and give that two yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. color design. Yeah. You could also um, mm. Mm. use your laser engraver to engrave the flask and then do a cutout, like a round cutout or an edge cutout that yeah. shows the laser edging in the middle. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Um, but as I'm using the laser engraver for the second one, uh, the third one is, like I said, just showing a different technique. So I will probably just tool it uh, by one hand. One could argue you're not using it on the leather, you're using no, it on you're the right. flask. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> you want to be sneaky about it. No, but okay, I, understand so what I understand what you're trying to say. It's basically you want to go away from that and just show, concentrate on the, the leather. Yeah, I want. I want to. Yeah, I wanted to focus on the leather and to show like three different technique techniques of working the leather. But now I can make a fourth one with the uh, flask engraved and 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 work my way around with the leather, which is actually a, a pretty fine idea. So I I yeah. kind of love the idea of this. Like you took the Mandalorian as an example, but I kind of love that as like as a Star Wars, like they cut out like a helmet. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that, like we used to burning, like instead of laser, just burning around it, but like have to cut out for, from the metal or like the, the imperial sign or something like that. Yeah. I'll see what I That'd can do. Cool. Uh, I'll see what I can do. But yeah, th that was the idea, just showing three different techniques, different way of, of doing it with different tools. And because the first one was with the um, gold foil uh, embossing machine. Mm. Uh, the second that, one that looked really fancy. That yeah. looked really, really good. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. And the machine itself is not too expensive. I, I, I wanted one for years and I was like, man, it's going to be too expensive. And I, I did my research and got one for less than 100, than 100 bucks, I believe. Mm. So, nice. yeah. Wow. Okay, that's that's something I, I I thought it would be much more expensive. Yeah, but yeah. But it is I've, kind of a really specialized tool. It is, yeah. I mean, yeah. Plus, you have to to buy the stamp or um, that you are using because there is no stamp uh, coming with it when you buy it. Yeah. Uh, so I had to make uh, to order mine. Uh, I don't remember where, but probably in India or something like that because someone on Facebook are, are making them from from there for a pretty good price. I paid like thirty euros for it. Oh, that's really uh, good. Yeah, they basically yeah, yeah. probably have their own CNC or uh, access to a CNC. Yeah, it's 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 made by a CNC, but you can do whatever you want. So I I had this design that I wanted, and the size doesn't really matter. They 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 charge it for the size that you want. Uh, so all in all, I paid less than. 150 euros for the machine and the stamp and it's not only gold foil embossing machine it also it's it can also just burn the leather uh, because you can set the temperature of the machine uh, mm -hmm. and so it's a stamping machine as well not only gold foil thing um, so it's like basically two tools in one and it works on other stuff not only on leather paper and whatever you want yeah. to use it for so that, I, th I think that's Dr. Good. Malti used one of those for absolutely yeah, uh, my business cards. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 something similar at least. Yeah. Uh, but but did you 
did you uh, comment on what I said about the stitching? Uh, what was it again? <laughs> I'm sorry. <I'm> just... <laughs> I guess not. Uh, no, so I, th I think what you did in both of the videos that came out so far yeah. is that you poked like straight, like if this is the edge of the ladder, you just poked straight through. Yeah. And then looped that around to the other bit. Yeah. But a common technique when it comes to knife making in Norway is that you use the all at an angle. Yeah. Uh, I should do it this way because then you can see it. Yeah. So that when you actually pull the leather close, you actually get a really, really nice tight gap between the leather, the, the two leather bits. Yeah, that's. I uh, mean, so to answer your question, uh, no. Uh, I, yes, it was uh, deliberate cho choice to not do that for okay. um, the first one and the second one. Uh, I'm I'm hesitant about using it for the third one, but that's more more commonly used for the box stitching actually. And as I don't oh, want okay. to do the yes. box okay. box stitching, um, I'm not sure I will be using it. It depends. There is there is three ways of stitching leather. With the the, the common one is the the one that I've. Um, it's not the the most com the yeah the most common, but it's the easiest one, which is the simple cross stitching. Uh, yeah. So you just cross the thread and it, you have nice crosses. Uh, the second one is um, a cross stitching, but in the back of the leather. So it, the, cross mm. is, the crosses are uh, hidden behind the leather and you just see straight lines, which is fine. Um, and then you have the baseball uh, stitching, which is also fine because half uh, you see the thread disappear disappear between the two layers the, the the two edges of the leather which is kind of cool mm. so that that was the one i wanted to use for the third one but you have a good right. point i can yeah, i can I, also I haven't do that. done much of it myself i mm. tried it on something i was sewing last i don't even recall where i used it the sheath uh, that that you've made with yeah. the, with the magical um braid kind braid. of thing yeah did you use that for that now? I don't recall. That's the problem now. Uh, I know I tried it on something. Maybe I just tried it just to try it because mm -hmm. half of it worked and half of it didn't. So um, the problem being that you need to have sort of a, the correct angle so that when you pull yeah. it tight, you don't pull the leather apart. Yeah. Uh, so I don't actually know the proper way of doing it. Mm. Uh, I just know it exists. And it's really common and popular in Norway to have, instead of having that raised seam edge, yeah. you have it going flat against each other yeah. which i mean just taste really yeah it, it it's um it can be aesthetical aesthetic choice but it can be also very practical if you have um if that's something that you put in your pocket and there is there is some friction uh with the edge it will it'll burn your leather uh, and, mm. and and tear it uh, apart more quickly um so yeah depends um but yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I should use that in, in one of my videos as well. That's something I can't wait to like dive in a little bit more this year, leatherworking. Yeah, please do. Mm -hmm. That's fun. I, I, I might have to steal a little bit of your style for that. Yeah, sure. Good <laughs> <laughs> segue. Oh, come on. I, 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 I feel way right. too good about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I was so quiet for like the last five minutes? <laughs> oh, you were thinking. <laughs> Thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those who are not following along, uh, our topic was supposed to be smoothly translationing over into some stuff. I'm losing words. Uh, how to find your style and sort of 
a good way of going about it, my thought is that you start by imitating someone and in those parts where you make mistakes, that's your style. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you are a painter, if you try to copy someone else's painting, then if you do a good job, then that's a really good imitation of that painting, but it, you will never get it exact. But yeah. your style will be in those faulty bits, I guess you could say, Yeah. that make it stand apart. Yep. I think you're right when it comes to the very early stages of, of anyone's work. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk for myself because that's the topic I know the most, I believe. Um, <laughs> when, when I started to make videos for YouTube, uh, obviously I had no idea uh, how to do it and what to do. And, and uh, I had no idea that, that I, I needed a style or a personality or to develop any kind of idea behind just making a project and 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 filming the project um so i believe that the two first videos that i made was with my brother in my garage and in his garage or, or workshop uh, it was making a chisel for wood turning uh, with a carbide uh, head and the second one was just making a workbench and and it was just for fun uh, it was absolutely just for fun um so we filmed with an iPhone and the editing was done with the uh, iMovie on, on my uh, Mac, which was uh, uh, free and easy to use. So it was, there was, there was nothing, there was no idea behind it uh, apart from just filming it and having fun and doing what Jimmy does every single week. And, and that because my brother and I were um, a big fans, um, still are a big fans of, of his work and style and personality. So that's that's what we tried, and and obviously it was copied, some speed up footage and some weird angle and not, not caring too much <laughs> about the light because it's more um, about the project yeah. and what you are doing actually, not not the all the style and the the beauty of the shots. But as you're right, as I went uh, more seriously into YouTube and, and starting filming my, my, my project, uh, I took um, all the differences with Jimmy's videos or other people's videos. All the, the differences that I had were amplified and, and I had to choose from them what to keep and what to throw away in order to develop my own style. So that's probably how I, I find uh, anyone find his style by first copying uh, then as time goes by and as you have more experience and, and you know what you like what you don't like you, you start to find your own style and, and, and stick with it because that's what also defines you and defines your work mm. maybe yeah, plus, plus also no I agree with that but also it is hard these days to not get the impression that you copy someone. Mm -hmm. Like even if you're not trying to copy someone or you're not having an actual style because the field is so, is widened a lot. Like there's so many makers these days. And if you see, it's always fun watching early videos and then watching like one of the newer videos of that person because you can see how they evolve and how they change their style over time. Um, yeah, but it's, it's difficult to come up with something that is your own. There's, you can basically 
put on drawers and put them in drawers. There's the overly energetic one with the like loud music in the background. There's the sped up or sped up um, videos about it. There's the explanatory ones where it's more explaining and more about telling the like basically not telling a visual story, but actually telling a story on how you're mm. doing it and how you got there. So there's many different ways on that. Yeah, I, I I feel like you, even if you were to try to imitate someone, especially as a beginner, you wouldn't necessarily know exactly what they did to make it look the way it looks. So you would just try to imitate the end result and not imitate the process. There I disagree. Because the oh. first videos that I did and the, what I did in the beginning was, and bluntly, and I was really open about it too, uh, was copying Laura's style. And there was a reason for it because uh, I, videography is as much as a hobby for me as the making itself. Mm. And I found the angles and the shots and the cinematography of Laura, if you look at the videos, is just top notch. Like the visual storytelling of her, especially talking about the early videos of her, oh, yeah. are just fantastic, especially with the music. Because I never liked the sped up um, parts or the, the sped up makers like Jimmy. Love the project. Um, I love what he's doing, but the audio is killing me. Like I have to switch off the audio because sped up somebody yeah. using a bandsaw or a grinder it's just giving me a migraine so um, or banging on stuff. And with Laura, it was just music, videography, cutting to the beat. I'm not saying I did a good job copying her <laughs> because <laughs> no, that's but, very but, difficult. But, but, that, but I knew I knew what she was doing and I knew what I had to copy or what I wanted to. Yeah, not, yeah, not, okay, like, okay. It wasn't for me copying. It was for me just like that's the kind of style I want for my videos. This is kind of the story I want to convey with it. And some of the videos, I feel like I got close, but never like reached it. Mm. Uh, but it was a good starting point to show me where what I wanted to do. Because soon after that, I found out that there's something for me, there's something missing in the way I'm doing it. And I would like to explain a little bit more. And also that was the part where the whole Fools with Tools thing started, where I started listening to them, where I started writing with them. And there was, I wanted to do more storytelling, more aggressive. I wanted to do a little bit more quirky fun in it. And that wasn't, mm. I wasn't able to do that with the kind of videos I've been doing till then. So, and I think this is how you, now I understand like a couple of years later, how other people changed their styles over time. Because it also has to be exciting for the person making the videos. And I think this, at one point you're just getting a little bit, yeah, you want to do something different. May, may I do a small comparison? Mm -hmm. uh, you have this like I, I also for the reference uh, or for the record I, I think like the official name for what Jimmy is doing when it comes to style of video should be called Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Fast Hands <laughs> that is good I, I think that should be the official name of that kind of style of video uh, but it, sort of if, if, it, if you look from him I think that uh, Hassan or Habu is mm -hmm. doing a lot of the very same thing. It's like, it's the same exact editing technique, like speeding up the uh, repetitive, monotonous things mm -hmm. and then slowing down for some interesting bits. And that's it. Abs uh, absolutely. And I love his projects, but I yeah. turn off the sound. 
Yeah, and I, I really also hate that a jarring uh, effect it got when you start up a power tool without mastering the audio and then speed it up. Uh, that's like great thing to me. That's like you're trying to tear my ears off. Yeah. Uh, but I I would like your opinion on this though, because as far as I recall, uh, Sebastian Olaris is doing sort of the similar thing, but he had at least for a long while the style of using nature sounds on top that of all was the power fantastic. tools. Fantastic! I loved it. I was nature laughing music. so hard. Yeah, yeah. And, and he used, I think, for a couple of videos, he used the same sound for the same tools. So he had yeah, a software yeah, yeah, tool. Yeah. So there yeah. would be like I think it was the the circular saw, the hand circular saw that had like the birds chirping. Yeah. And it was hilarious. I thought it was genius. Absolutely agree. Because but, you but, see but, the speed up video and he's turning it on and you're already like mm. taking off your earphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, so I, I don't recall if he actually were doing a lot of speeding up of the footage, but I think he was. Uh, he's doing. Uh, he did a lot of mixing, mix and matching. Like he, okay. there's parts that were sped up, I believe, and a lot of things where he put focus on where he slowed, like not slow mo, but slowed it down to a normal speed. Yeah. So in in my mind, I see uh, Seb as being sort of in between Laura and Jimmy mm-hmm. in the videos. You sort of see. He's using the audio effects that Laura brought into the Maker community, and he's using a bit of the storytelling that Jimmy does. But he's already mind. away from that, I believe. Like the last video, yeah, so much from him, that, he's that, like that explaining. Becomes his, oh, that becomes yeah. his whole new style in between them. Yep. Uh, and and Seb, if you're listening, we absolutely do adore your videos. We don't yeah. mean to yeah. like the, talk down, no, but just saying no, no, no. We're just discussing, I guess, a trends in the Maker community more than anything. There's, there's a little bit of trending and um, really a lot of it just finding your own way and what is suitable for you or what you feel comfortable with, I believe. Mm. I haven't yeah, found yeah. it yet. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm still calm. searching. Yeah. yeah. I'm still yeah, searching just, as well. But, uh, and I, 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 so, I, so am I. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Well, I also I haven't feel like I've done enough videos to even know what I'm still, like what my style and voice is. Mm-hmm. Same here, yeah. Uh, I... I felt like I had something that was really me when it comes to the video of uh, the hospital on the mountain. I love that one, yeah. Uh, but th- th- there is a through line there, uh, a little bit anyway. So uh, a couple of years ago, I and a friend went to a wedding in India, and I made a vlog out of that. And I just knew that, oh, this is going to be a super unique experience. I want to film a bit of bits of it. I want to make something out of it. So I did. I brought the camera with me. I filmed snippets here and there, and I stuck it together into something. Uh, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, what, how I wanted to tell the story. Then I remembered that on Tested, they had made a short film from the Arctic expedition. Mm-hmm. And, so, and not to call out, James Malte too much here but he really called me out and noticed that oh I basically copied that style where both like because it was it was a framework it was just a scaffolding for me to say I have no idea what to do with all of this footage I've never done anything like this before mm-hmm. but that's a bit of storytelling I really liked and it's about going somewhere about what happened and the place that you went so let me take that scaffolding and put my video on top of it and then adjust it as I go along to see if I can make it into something that is more me 
Yeah, and you have the freedom of doing that. And this is the thing I'm talking about, copying other people or like to find your own style. Uh, what I found out or what we often forget is it's well one kind Jimmy the rest is doing those vlogs and he complained at one point that people not liking his vlog parts I or love vlogging them. parts I exactly I like him too and I think it's great that he's doing him and this is one of the same things it's like if you want to do videos like that with the hospital mm. as a growing channel as someone in the beginning if you build up that kind of style nobody's going to complain afterwards so oh, yeah. we, we are free to do whatever we want to do with it and I think, Red, this is something I think you also experience by changing your style is not yeah. always great with all of your audience because they're used to a certain format. Mm -hmm. So kind of how we shape our channel in the beginning, this is, or not in the beginning, but how we shape our channel over time is basically also how we shape our audience or basically we draw in that kind of audience. You train them, I think, is maybe a way of saying it. Yeah, I didn't didn't want to say it that that hard, <laughs> like not that harsh. I, I, but um, yeah, if 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 I decide, I'm all over the place, and I decide to mm. be all over the place for a long time because there's so many different things I want to try. So um, I'm, and people that follow me or people that subscribe to my channel, they're, they're gonna expect that. Yeah, uh, I um, I seem to recall Bob Claggett of I Like to Make Talk stuff saying that he consciously decided to n not stick two videos about the same kind of making after each other on his channel so that he never ended up falling into that trap of having an audience that only wanted to see one kind of thing mm -hmm. and having them complain about it. it it's completely fair that oh i'm subscribing to him because i just like his woodworking or his miniature or, work or how he displays these things or whatever uh, or his arcade cabinet or whatever that, whatever yeah. it is but by being sort of upfront and ready with it and saying that no no you will see a, a bit of everything if you subscribe then no one actually can complain about it because that's the premise you signed up for exactly even though you are selective about what you choose to watch but yeah, you're you're right. I tried to do um, kind of the same thing at the beginning of my channel because I was doing middleworking, woodworking, leatherworking, blacksmithing, and and I tried to do something different every week. Um, mm. But as Jan said, I changed the style of my video over time. Um, I wanted to try different stuff because of ideas that I had or advice from people or recommendation or videos that say oh, how do you grow your channel and, and, and so on and so on. So at first I was not showing my face, then I was showing my face, then I was starting to talk and trying to just do a little bit at the beginning and the end. Um, now I also do like voiceovers. Uh, to explain what I'm doing or what I am using and and how, um, but as I said, I don't think I have found my style. Um, I'm I'm still searching for it. I know what I like and what I don't like. I know what um, involves more work the, when you chose when you choose to do a certain style of video, um, like doing a voiceover for me just takes more time because I'm not I'm doing it at the end so I have to write it and to record it and to sync it with the video whereas people just talking in front of the video the, the camera during the project kind of 
can wing it or, or, or prep it properly, write a script and everything. I think the different people do different things so they, they can they can bring it to or, or, or really be serious about the preparation of the video and, and to be honest about that which is especially hard for the three of us because we're not native speakers yeah and there is also that I, I didn't want to talk at the beginning because I was not sure about my English and I'm still not yeah. so it, 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 I, it would sound silly for me to from the get-go start talking in English in my videos and 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 being you're, like your French you speaking English just sounds silly. That's a premise. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But but um no, but, guy. <laughs> uh, no, I, I decided not to talk in my video because of Jimmy, because in the podcast making it, he once said that uh, it was not a deliberate choice from him, but one of his friends told him, oh, you are a genius because you're not talking in, in your videos, so you can't, uh, anybody can watch it where, wherever uh, they are watching it, watching it from, whatever the country they are living in, they can understand what you are doing because it's, there is no talking, no words and just, just images. So mm -hmm. I, I decided not to talk in my videos to make it uh, more accessible to a lot of people. Even though the the goal was not to have a big channel with a big audience, big numbers and stuff, it's always good to see the number growing. Um, not for Diego, well, kind of, um, but it's just nice to see that your work is rewarded by people watching it, and and you're not just lost into the void of YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided not to talk. Uh, just to make it more accessible to a lot of people. Being myself a, a, a language teacher and av av having uh, lived uh, in different countries, uh, I wanted to make it more accessible to different nationalities and people and, and, and such. Now, I also had to record voiceover or to uh, present the project or to present a tool because of the sponsorship. And that's one of the reasons that I, uh, um, or yeah, reasons uh, that uh, made me change my styles, my style of video, because I had to explain or to um, present a product, uh, which is not my, my, my strong, um, part i believe that i'm not super good at doing that but i want i want to do it staying myself so i don't want to be super jumpy all over the place and say oh look at that it's the best product yeah. in the world or best tool i can't do that i i i don't know how to fake that kind of stuff and, it, and it's fine i mean it's not you like you're standing there and going laser leather yeah cutting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that that would be. That, I, I should do that. That would be a great video. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm the 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 grumpy leather worker. Deal with it. Yeah. But uh, also, I I don't I don't, I don't necessarily like think that. Up. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Russ. Go ahead. Uh, I I don't necessarily think that that false enthusiasm do you any, will do you any favor, because yeah, so many people I, are doing it that if you. If you speak in a certain way, you are telegraphing that I don't feel sincere about what I'm saying, even though you hear the enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it 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 feels to me anyway that it it turns into something that of certain people say when they sell out. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. That reminds me on Stand the Boat Guy. You guys ever played Monkey Island? No, I didn't. The guy's sitting there with his sombrero and just like selling boats and he's like the typical salesman with his poncho and just like with his hands the whole time and yelling. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you're so, right. I, I, I believe that some people are, are, are born to do it. Uh, I have this energy and this uh, enthusiasm that can get really show in a video and, and brings you mm. along in their adventure. Um, and also there is people it's so obvious that they are faking it and and when it appears to me that they are faking it i can't go with the video i mean i mean it, yeah. it's it's an it's a it's a well, big they, no they, for me you know credibility yeah, yeah. Without, without like being being negative about it but it's just kind of like the um especially what you see like in american television yeah, it's yeah, just really, really different, and it's for them. It's some viewers won't even realize it when they watch them because for them it's so similar to the television. It's like them not being sincere is nothing they have a problem with because it's just the whole like what they see on TV. Mm. It's just for us because that's something as us as European and Norway uh, <laughs> that yeah, it could, uh, it's, there could uh, be something to it. Yeah, this it's really a typical for me. I used to live in the US and I, I watched the TV and everything over there. And I was never a big fan of, I loved HGTV, the houses, like the garden makeover and everything, but I hated the way the people acted like this overly energetic, unsincere, Yeah. but it's something you get used to. You, you kind of worn down. And this is something we usually don't have, not at that kind of level in Europe. That, the, like this is our TV program is a different one. And yeah. this is still where you can see that YouTube comes from TV or some people treat it as like a TV channel for mm. them. Or they, they are mimicking the TV because that they know that's what people are used to and will understand without having to Or what do they're used effort. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. f f for me, it, it yeah, it just uh, make them lose credibility. I'm not interested in the project anymore because just the voice of someone being loud about just what they are doing and jumping all around if it's not part of their personality because i know this person um um I've, I've i've met some people who do that kind of video and they are like this in real life so that's them and they are not faking it so that's totally fine with me and i'm i'm aboard and i'm watching the video because i know that that's how they are and it's true but as as soon as it sounds fake, um, yeah, I'm I'm not interested anymore because I, I I feel betrayed. I mean, if you are lying to me at the beginning of the video about who you are, how could I know that you are not lying to me about the project that you are making, that you are actually making it or everything or mm. anything else? Mm. Um, yeah. So I I don't I don't like that kind of thing. I don't like. Um, but yeah, I like I like and I honesty is, and truth. And, this is and how a lot of us are, um, but I think not everyone has an issue with that. No, no, sure. It and are, I, if you watch it strictly for the entertainment and you're not building it anyway, I think it's more a problem for us because we are also makers. Yeah, but that, that's where I was going. That that's why I was going. If you are watching for entertainment and 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 that what you are searching is is. 
uh, energy and enthusiasm and, mm -hmm. and powerful speech and joy and people smiling and being happy to be with uh, together to do a project, that's entertainment and that's absolutely fine. And I, I also like that kind of video. But for me, that's not maker's video. That's purely a show that's entertaining. And even though uh, people can, can be building stuff in that frame of videos, which is totally fine, that's something different to me. That That's also a style that I, I enjoy sometimes, but that's not the same kind of videos. And you know, the, the suspense that they are also building in some TV shows like... Um, uh, oh, Jesus, yeah. The, the, <laughs> oh, we did cut. And you have you have like 30 seconds of music and people watching the guy which is about to cut something just to see if the knife cuts. What the fuck yeah. is that 30 seconds of people watching each other? It doesn't happen in life. I mean... Or, or, it, that, or that false pause they had before they announced yeah. who lost or who won. And the winner is... Mm. <laughs> that guy no yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, no no the winner is that guy oh, that's it that one. yeah that's a good impression. <laughs> i mean that 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 drives me crazy it's 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 uh it it, it it looks like it's made for tv or the winner is and we have the commercial break and you get back to mm -hmm. it and the the winner is and 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 you keep going i i don't like that one i'm, I'm not watching youtube videos for that. i think this was the secret recipe of um the Mythbusters, because yeah. it is still like that kind of format, but a you could see Adam is always like he's sincere. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's he's just excited about stuff, and that is him. So that's yeah. the sincerity, for like for one, which is not, not well. Most viewers are not used to in um, the American television, mm -hmm. and the other thing about it is also they actually. You could see they, they were engineers, they built their stuff. And even with the camera, there was not as much fake in it. Yeah. But still the cutting, I thought, of Mythbusters, I watched some of the older episodes. It still makes me cringe. Because like they, for, for us, the exciting parts are not really shown. It's more the result, what they're doing with it. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like they, they, they did a, a really good sort of work throughout the whole span of Mythbusters. Yes. Because they started with having something that no one has done before and not knowing what it is and then trying to create an entertaining show out of it. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It, it is amazing that they did. Exactly. And then it's more like, okay, so what other shows are kind of like this? So we we'll let's use that formula and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, but then as you move through the seasons, like there's more process, there's more, how do we build this? Not only what is the, the thought process, oh, here's the thinking, Here's how we're thinking of building it. And then instead of showing detail how they build it, they just go to, okay, so we realized this problem. We fixed that. Now it's here. And it goes on boom, 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 boom. And then and they get into showing, oh, no, no, let's actually show the cutting, the screwing, the welding, the bending, all of the bit, which yeah. is what we like. Uh, but when it comes to sort of the editing and suspense in it, I feel like, as far as I recall anyway, the only really sort of suspenseful cutting they did was just before something was going to blow up. And of course, yeah. you knew it was going to blow up. There yeah, was no yeah. question about that. Yeah, Blowing up stuff and shooting, big, shooting and guns. Again. Yeah, yeah. 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 Make you watch through 
I don't know how many minutes of commercials just to see that thing go boom. Yeah, you yeah. should do that on YouTube videos. Like, you just spend five minutes showing what stuff that you are doing, and just before the end, just before the big reveal, you, you put like and now a word from shots. our sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> that or, or your face watching your table uh, and the table watching you, and and that chant contre chant, just to yeah. build up the suspense. I mean, it would wouldn't make sense. But I, I, to 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 un not answer because it was not question. But uh, to to get back to what you are saying, Jan, about changing the the style uh, or your style over the years, um, I, I did it. I don't regret it, even though I have I have lost a lot of subscribers when I changed my style uh, over a few videos. Um, I think that what's the most important to me now when I'm doing a, a YouTube video. It's just to be to be true to myself. So um, just do what I want to do uh, in the style that I want uh, to, to do it. Uh, sometimes I will be talking because I I I feel that a quick intro introduction or a voiceover will add something to the video because I will be explaining something. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and not only for a sponsored video when I'm introducing a new tool, just a project, um, uh, the, the the leather bag uh, shield thing that I did for my kid, it didn't need a, a voiceover, but I just wanted to explain what I was doing and why I was doing mm -hmm. it. Um, in my latest video, the the one with the flask, I I'm not talking. I'm not showing my face. I don't think or really quickly. No, it's it's kind of the old style. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, while working on it, you're not hiding from the camera, but the focus is on the flask. Yeah, absolutely. But you're not you're not trying to cut yourself out of the shot, which yeah. I thought was really nice because there are mm. some people that just by any means do not show their face in the video. Which I understand. The the, the, the problem that I have uh, is the other way around. I was watching a video on, on I don't know, uh, TikTok the other day about uh, a, a big singer, big star, uh, singing a song in a complete different uh, way than uh, his regular style. So I believe it was a rapper. A rapper, uh, whatever, I don't know how it's pronounced, <laughs> a guy that raps. Yeah. Um, like... Uh, Talky singing. <laughs> <laughs> and he was singing a country song and he, he totally nailed it. It was Ooh. perfect uh, from the beginning to the end. It was absolutely wonderful. And his version of his own so song in country style was even better than the one in, in his regular style, like rap song. What upset me with the video was that Jimmy Fallon was sitting on the other side of the couch. And when the guy starting to sing the thing, he just went around the, the couch just to be in the frame of the shot. He's not the fucking star of the show. He's not the one doing the, the performance, the performance. At, at that moment. He just wanted or needed to be in the frame. I don't care. I don't want to see Jimmy Fallon. I want to see. I want to see the guy singing the song like he's never sung it before, because that's what's important at the moment. So, that's... for me, um, it's it's probably the same when it comes to to makers video. I enjoy watching the guy or the woman making the project. I I I, I enjoy watching them working. I enjoy seeing them for the personality and but. 
if you are making a video to show off and to sh just show yourself instead of the project, it, it's it's not how I consider that. That's not what I'm interested in. It's like a blacksmith hitting and uh, like working on a piece, and the camera is just showing the blacksmith while hitting something. That's yeah. all the frame. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it doesn't make sense. I understand why people do them because they are building an audience, because they are building a community, and that's also my goal. And that's why I'm also talking more in my videos. But for me, and and it's only my humble opinion. Uh, when I'm making a, um, a project video, the focus should be on the project and not on me. That's why I didn't show my face at the beginning. And, and I only showed my hands, what I was doing and how my you changes. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely fine. This is what you want. And I think that's what most of us is like the project in the foreground. But there are some people that prefer the kind of vlogging style that want to make the channel about themselves and Absolutely. what they're making. Absolutely. And it's just basically that the level of where you want to be is like, is the project in the foreground or is the personality or the person in the foreground? Yeah, that's totally fine by me because both are interesting. As I said, more one is more about learning something about the project, how to work the material and, and the techniques. The other one would be a little bit mm -hmm. more about uh, entertainment, which is fine. Uh, the, the kind of video that, that don't watch is probably uh, people over excited about a project just showing themselves uh, absolutely not, no working uh, whatsoever, uh, yeah. showing the results, Ca everything calling being... Calling a project video and being like 70% them. Yeah, <laughs> or, or 18 or 99% or and, and yeah. always shouting and dancing and jumping and, and overly excited without it showing anything that they are actually done because they can, they could buy the, the, the thing in a shop or having someone else making it and, and then claiming, oh, look what I did. Okay, but you are, so you, you are, that's not a maker video, that's, that's a, purely entertainment video you you enjoy watching the person doing that because you you like the person you like the style you like how it's filmed um and and everything the, the editing of the video but you're mm -hmm. not watching for the project because there is no project you are you're, i mean but, yeah, but it's good it's good analyzing something like that and then you know what not to copy basically <laughs> and 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 which which bring back to 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 my original point um changing your style is um actually a good thing because the more you produce videos the more you try new stuff the more you will know what's yeah. your style what is you what you want to do what you don't yeah, want to do finding your own voice in that yeah absolutely. yeah i can i can, I've, I've i've made jokes in the past in my videos or, or just little bits of humor which was probably uh not noticed by most of the people <laughs> i don't know uh because my humor is like kind of special and weird um <laughs> But may maybe not, maybe not. I don't aren't, know. Aren't we all? Yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't see myself jumping around and and cracking jokes, jokes and and speaking loudly because that's just not who I am. And and talking in a video it just is is already much of an effort for me. Uh, and and now I can smile in front of a camera, which took me quite a while to be able to do uh which which i'm super happy ab uh, about that i'm super happy about that uh and and my style will probably change again in 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 the future which is fine i just want to st stay true to myself and to my personality and and 
um so just as, as a last point um your audience will will also change with time uh when i tried new stuff i lost subscribers but i also gained subscribers and some people were like oh you changed your style but i i like what what you are doing now i like seeing you more i like when you talk and i know more about your personality and so on and so on um so i think it's good to try new stuff uh the 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 risk that you can have probably uh is when you have a big audience of a uh, hundred thousand subscribers i'm not there yet so i don't really know um you're nearly you're nearly there uh, yeah mm. still thirty thousand to go so yeah it can take a few years to get there i don't know uh hopefully not um but the more uh, the bigger the audience the, the 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 bigger the risk i believe when you have 500 subscribers you can do whatever you want on your channel because if they are there they are interested in you and in your project not especially in your style um yeah. when you have a big audience they are used to a product they are used it's like a tv show you get uh, back to a tv show every week because you like the show, you like the, the 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 characters, you like the story, you like how it's uh, shot, uh, you like the style of it. So you get back to it because you enjoy it. So when you have a big audience and and you are doing that for a long time, changing your style from in in one day from one week to another is a big risk. I don't see Bob uh, from I like to make stuff uh, changing his style completely and going to a Jimmy style video uh, just for the fun of it because people would probably be confused to not seeing him and and hearing him the voiceover the explanation and 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 the energy that he shows in in his videos. Um, so yeah, but I I feel, I feel like though there is a bit of a scale between being very much craft oriented and basically doing personality prostitution mm. mm-hmm. at the other end. Uh, like uh, Jimmy is, I feel very much on at least in his normal videos outside of his vlogs, he's very much on the end of it's all about the craft. I am not even really into shot. Uh, and then you have other people who is all about the excitement and personality and entertainment on the other end. I feel anyway. Uh, and and then you might have like uh, Bob Claggett and Alec make stuff somewhere in between, like. His his brand is not limited to him personally, but he is doing the talking. He is showing himself. He's giving a lot of himself and his his family. I think he's strong. Yeah, he is a brand. Like he's, I, I think he's yeah. strongly representing a brand for him. Yeah, but he's because... not selling himself, so to speak. No, he he's himself puts the focus on the project, but this yeah. is kind of still. He is not just. He's more than just a person building it. Mm. He's also yeah. like the the entertainer or the the story builder behind it, and he puts himself into frame in a really positive way. I believe. Like I like watching him because, of course, he is excited about that stuff. It's not that somebody told him to like, oh, build that next time, and he's trying to be excited about it because yeah. it's all stuff. And this is why his budget changed so much. It's something for his kids. It's something mm. to showcase. It's it always depends on what he. he it caters his needs at the moment, but he represents it really well. 
Raz, do, yeah. do you mean that he's not betraying himself in order to make views and 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 yeah. sell stuff? Yeah, right. The, I yeah. completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. That, that's the sort of way I put him in between because uh, he's very clear and open about from the beginning what his channel is about. Like he himself is part of the brand of I like to make stuff, but it's not limited to him because he's also had Josh and a couple of other guys featured in there. Uh, but it's also not like only doing entertainment and spectacle just for the views and seeming to do anything for money, everything to only to get the money. Like it's, it's very much craft focused, but he's in between because the personality is strong and it's there. At least mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it. This, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yep, absolutely. I, I think there is also something to be said about um, the kind of project that you do. Because you, you, can, you can be very energetic and enthusiastic uh, from the first video because that's your personality, but also do a very serious project, uh, something uh, like... I, I don't know what, uh, not a cutting board, but some regular woodworking, like like fine table or whatever. Mm. Um, and changing your style wouldn't would not necessarily mean changing the tone of your videos, changing how you act on camera or how you speak or what you say, but the the project is itself. What I mean by yeah. that is, uh, I feel that. Um, uh, I don't have name because that that's not necessarily people from the community or people that we know. Uh, but they, I, I stumble. But when you go to the trend uh, section of YouTube, uh, all the, the only makers videos, so to speak, that are there are people building like crazy stuff, stuff that yeah, John Malecki, I guess, is prevalent there. Sorry, what? John Malecki, he he's done. Like uh, a lot of epoxy resin tables. Oh yeah, in that, that's not what I was thinking. No, I, I mean including one where, which seems really American to me, uh, is having all kinds of gun she uh, shells and casings, yeah. and cast out in epoxy and make a table out of it. I was like, yeah, that... that's America. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's America. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah that is, that's America. That's just, there's, there's a bald eagle somewhere stuck in that resin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, w I was more thinking. No. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think I have a good example for that. But I remember the guy uh, okay. that made the the uh, the basket panel that you can't miss because it's moving uh, according to the. Oh yeah, stuff made here. Yeah, I like that yeah. stuff because he's such an engineering nerd. I love his channel, though. Yeah, and and so my point is that the video is great because it the the idea is um, very origin original, but it's developed in a way to to be entertaining and and the product the end product is what it is. It was just the idea. Um, that kind of video, I think, inspired a lot of people to do stuff that has no reason to to have been made. Um, I, I don't. But we always that, that's always been around and it's always been famous. Yeah, I mean, and, best, and, best example, Colin First. I love it for the entertainment. Yeah. That guy no, is just uh, same thing. Crazy. It's entertainment. No, no, no. But same thing. Yeah, the, Colin First is 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 entertainment. He's he's, he's done great builds. Um, and and it's an entertainment um, alongside with makers videos because he's, he's showing how he is doing it. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't have a good example. Maybe there's a video on YouTube that a guy made a 
på att ha med på att ta lite paper roll av something I don't know. <laughs> But that 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 would not so that's an idea. That's an idea for you guys. Uh, it wouldn't make sense to me to watch the video um, if I don't know the guy and I know the style is interesting. The project is doesn't interest me. I don't. There is no way for, or there is no reason for me that someone would just take the time and energy and resources and money and materials to try to build that shit. Um, I, I, I'm probably not really clear, and people may misunderstand what I what I'm trying to say. Um, I no, enjoy I, I, en I enjoy the, the entertainment videos as much as you guys. I enjoy the makers video as much as you guys, and and sometimes some some kind of craziness in into the project is great, but. Um, it's not because you have a stupid idea and you are you are building it that you have the the you can have the expectation of of getting hundreds of thousands of views on your videos because because it's just crazy or stupid. No, usually and, you or, you build you build crazy stuff because you want to build it like that. That's mm. the way. It Should yeah. Be. No, sure, sure. I have no problem with that. But uh, I, 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 let me rephrase that. Trying to find the stupidest project on earth just in order to get views annoys me. That's yeah. that's that's probably the the the, the a, a better way to to put that. If the idea is crazy but fun and crazy and good and crazy and useful, I have no problem with that. I've watched uh, Colin first uh, uh, building a, a, a next wing in his garden and and a, a bombshell mm -hmm. under his house because that's fun. Uh, that's just fun. That's entertainment, and that that that's good video. That's good content. When that's what you want to 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 watch uh, on a on, on a weird day, rainy day, Sunday, Sunday afternoon yeah. when you're bored. Mm -hmm. But just trying to search for the stupidest idea of something that you can do otherwise, just in order to get views. I mean. I I personally don't get. It. I respect that people that do would do it and and enjoy it, but that's just not the kind of video that I want to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm I feel like I'm very much in the camp of I sort of need there to be a personality there mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. me to actually care about the video, mm -hmm. unless I'm very specifically looking for a solution to a specific problem. Yeah. Uh, in that sense. The style of Jimmy's videos doesn't yeah. really work for me. Okay, I watch a lot of them because I'm I am really interested in what he's making. And having met him and listening to the podcast, there is personality yeah. there. I can fill in the blank from the video. Yeah, with exactly. the podcast. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 but I would I actually enjoy a lot more mm -hmm. the Bob's videos, Sila Foxlin's videos. Mm -hmm. uh, Alan Pan and Colin Furs. Yeah, I enjoy those a lot more because there's personality there. Oh yeah, they Sam. are not shying away from the craft. They are having the craft very much in focus, but it's yeah, it's also them personally doing something. It's it becomes more human and more relatable. And they stay and, yeah yeah they seem to stay very much true to their ethos. Yeah, even though Colin Furs, you could say he's a major sellout because. He's getting paid to make everything he does now. Yeah, but that's also the dream for a lot of makers on YouTube yeah. to be paid like, to make like, stuff. Yeah, and he has uh, the absolute freedom to 
be able to do whatever he does. And it's still yeah. amazing with how little, how small his team is. But and like, what he like the Atlas and uh, the Tie Fighter he built, like that was on commission. It seemed, I think, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, but I would uh, personally, I would love to be paid to make a Me Tie too. Fighter or, or X Wing in my like, garden. I have no problem with that. If I were to sell out. I would very much prefer to do it for someone that allows me to do something that stupid. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure that nobody came up to you and said, hey, build a TIE fighter. I'm like, hey, I want you to build something crazy. Here's some material. And he's like, oh, how about a TIE fighter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah honestly, yeah. I'm probably thinking like, uh, I don't even recall, it was a steel supplier or a hardware supplier in the mm -hmm. UK, I think, mm -hmm. that sponsored him. And I, I'm pretty certain, although I don't know for certain, uh, that was contradictory, but anyway, uh, I think that all of those ideas are probably his because no other normal human being would do that. <laughs> would, no, would have that idea. Uh, yeah. Probably the company reached out to him and say, "Hey, we want to sponsor a video," mm -hmm. and either they come out and say, "Here's our budget," and he said, "Cool, with that kind of money, we can do something crazy like this." Uh, you're, yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, don't be so sure guessing. about that. I know a couple of people, or actually a, quite a few people, that would instantaneously build a freaking big spaceship somewhere in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm <laughs> one enough. of them, and I know, I, I know them as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Raz, I, I have a question for you. Um, mm. you. You had a good point, uh, saying that if it's uh, an answer Ooh, I that... I to put this down in the calendar. I had a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying that if you are searching for an answer to a problem, uh, there is one style of the video that you would watch. And, and if it's not the case, you would more enjoy entertainment. So let, let, let's say, and, and you are absolutely right with that. I, I agree 100% because let's say you have a poor hammer at home and, it, and it's broken. Uh, and mm. you need to fix it. And, and in order to fix it, you go to YouTube and you are searching uh, a video about how to fix that particular problem. You have the choice of one guy explaining how to fix it seriously in the style of no one, like boring, uh, the guy is out of the frame, but he's explaining how to fix the damn power hammer. Yeah. And you have a guy next to the power hammer jumping around, singing songs and being super energetic about how to fix the, the damn power hammer. But that part only comes after nine minutes of the video and him talking about himself. Which one would you like to see? I would go for the one who is the most to the point and have the least amount of flourishes around yeah. the topic and the question I have. Okay, so... To me, there is these two kinds of videos or, or makers video on YouTube. There is the the guy making a project, building something, and it's all about the project and the craft. And there is the entertainment videos, which can also be about the craft, but less. So the, the equilibrium, the balance between uh, the entertainment and the craft or the project uh, is kind of 70-30 in one hand and 30-70 and in the other. Uh, and both are fine. Both must exist because it's not the same video that you would watch uh, every single day. Tonight, if I want an answer to a, to a question, as you said, I would watch the first one. And tomorrow when I'm tired and just want to um, relax and have fun and watch something, I would, I would go for, for the second one. Um, so I, I believe the, the style is very much something very personal and, and it develops over the years. 
because you also change. You're, you're not the same at the beginning uh, of your journey as a maker um, and uh, as you are five years or 10 years or 20 years into it. Um, I believe Jimmy developed his style of videos because he's been doing that for 30 years and, and he didn't really care about the angle or the sound or the music. It's, it's not and what's he important. he didn't know better. Yeah, and he did, mm -hmm. didn't know better at the time. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if someone is listening to this and, and, and want to start doing videos for YouTube, uh, the only advice that I could give is just make videos and, and after editing a few, uh, you'll know what you like and you, what you don't like, what you want to do with it and, 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 and copy everyone, like yeah, just yeah, try sure. it out. You, you won't know until you try actually a different style. Absolutely. Try, try different things. And, and for example, just a quick example, I'm always syncing the, the, the shots to the music that I'm using. So every three seconds or four seconds or two and uh, seconds and 15 frames, uh, I have to switch my angle. Uh, I mean, I switch my angle in order to, for the video to be dynamic and interesting and, and showing different stuff, but it takes me freaking hours to edit. Oh, yeah. uh, it, editing a video is, is probably two or two days or two and a half day of work just for one eight minute videos or 10 minutes videos. If I didn't do that, if I just shot something uh, and, and, and speed it up and change the angle and speed it up, I could produce two or three videos uh, a week if the project is fast enough and quick enough and small enough. Um, so it, 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 it really depends on what you want to do produce a lot of videos easily, quickly. Yeah, sure. But it's also attached to a st certain style because if you want to sync the music, you have to choose the music. You have to um, shoot multiple angles of the same thing in order to be able to switch it. And it, it it's it's a lot more work. So um, there's also that's also something to consider in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, sort of to step back a little bit, there's... I feel like that's two different markets when it comes to the video styles, mm -hmm. like either entertainment or informational. Yeah. The, the, you might make a video that overlap the two of them, mm -hmm. but uh, it's, it, it, it's, 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 it's different, different audiences. It's different purposes, I feel, for the video. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, I thought I had something more. Hold on. But I got distracted because someone is yelling "time" in the <laughs> chat here. Uh, you had the focuses of the week. That, that's yeah. what we did. Well, that's what you had. I guess that could be. No, there was something different, but I guess it doesn't matter because we should round off anyway. Uh, I think this is something worth coming back to, though. One of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. Oh, here it is. There's actually no original ideas left. Yeah. You're right. Like no, it, no matter if that's true or not, if you start with that mentality when you want to make something, then you have to copy someone. Then you are copying someone no matter what you do. Yeah. It's just the matter of which you do it. And if you can just accept the fact that yes, you are not original, you are copying someone out there somehow, mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter exactly who. Then you can either be upfront about it or you can try to hide it. There's one guy that... Yeah, yeah. There's one guy that said... Um, Everything has already already been said, but as nobody is listening, we have to say it all over again. 
So yeah. I, I, that that's the the probably the same thing. There is no original idea in art anymore because it it's been uh, it exists for it's been existing for so long. Everything has been tried probably, but it doesn't matter if you copy someone or you copy someone that famous or not. Uh, don't don't be shy. Uh, or, or frightened by the idea of oh it's been done I can't be original doesn't care doesn't matter uh, just just do what I want to do if if every single movie produced now or TV show produced now would have to be original in order to, to be loved and produced there would be none because mm. everything has already been done so apart from CGI there is nothing new in cinema anymore I mean. It's it's a grammar that is already well known by everyone, so you can reuse shots, ideas, and stuff in your personal way. But you're, I, I mean, you're not gonna discover cold water. Uh, not, not, to, not to drag this out too long, but uh, we've lost Jan anyway, yeah. so no, don't worry. Uh, no, that <laughs> technology they used in the Mandalorian to where they had like a ridiculously large screen in behind the actors. Mm-hmm. That's not a new idea. They have no. used projectors beforehand to put a backdrop behind the actors. That's yeah. been done since the twenties. Melies have have, have have done some crazy stuff yeah. back in the so, days, and so they are the, the reusing ma- them over and over again now. So, so it's just higher quality. Yeah, but it's the same concept. Absolutely. And I think we should round off before John falls asleep. Yep. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just wondering what you, when you guys find a point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that's it. So what's, what's your focus, Jan? Because you have had plenty of time to look something up. Oh, and I didn't even have to. Um, yeah, yeah, just rub it in. Going good with the, with the start today. Now it's um, Eric from Hand to Rescue. Yes. Uh-huh. Because he's one of the ones who basically kept his style but added to it. Mm-hmm. I believe with like giving it a, like he started being a little bit more personal, but he did it in such a sly way and little by little. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he is nothing I, but sly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, I really like his restoration video because it's from a craftsmanship. It's really high quality. He puts mm-hmm. a lot of hard. You can see it's his hobby that he's he's doing it as a hobby too i don't know if he's full-time by now but um i think he's no only he's still doing got work this, yeah got and, work. Um, got you, you can tell he from the style he's like going with but like we talked about the arresta style mm. what i love doing but it's so jimmy fast dance. come on please jimmy fast dance yeah just jimmy fast dance okay <laughs> what, what he's doing though is um his audio is really good like none of the um poetry everything is too loud and I absolutely love putting on his video, turning down the volume a little bit, opening a second window and just start some lo-fi in the background mm. and just listen to like the lo-fi music to him working at that stuff. Like you should try that. Just everyone who's listening, just open up one of his videos, lower down the volume that you can still hear a little bit of the, 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 the work he's doing and just put some of your favorite music in the background probably not death metal don't think that's gonna go <laughs> that well <laughs> but um every kind of relaxed laid-back music with it it's, it's really enjoyable to watch yeah so that's my focus good 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 stuff and also like actually paying for his patreon and getting the voiceover videos it's definitely worth it with him Oh, see, I, I didn't do that. Like, I've not heard the, the voiceover videos. Oh, it's so much better. 
Okay. I mean, I mean, he speaks in them, and like he got a voice, but it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, because he is actually filling in a lot of the details, and he's also, he, he has an incredibly dry, self-deprecating sense of humor. Oh yeah. So, which, which is just shines through all of his videos uh, and his voiceover work, um, and like he will, he will do a lot of explaining that doesn't show proper in, uh, in the normal muggle videos no never mind um yeah anyway red what's your thing uh mine is uh a blacksmith called uh max randolph uh his youtube channel is max randolph studios with underscores between max randolph and randolph studios uh he's mainly active on tiktok these days i believe Oh, yeah. um, I have him on Instagram, I think. And uh, yeah, and Instagram. Um, and the reason I'm 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 focusing on him this week is because uh, of his project, the Valhalla Doors, uh, oh, yeah. which is which is an insane project of. That sounds good. Crazy tall wooden doors with a big. Uh, hand forged mechanism behind it and hinges and and everything. It's it's absolutely uh, crazy. It's beautiful, uh, and and he's he keeps working on it. And now he has to do uh, to make a window uh, and a clock and and it's brilliant work. If you don't, and the guy is, is seems to be very nice. Um, so yeah, if you have Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or any social media, uh, go check. Max Randolph Studios. Yeah, that's a good one. I need to binge that shortly. Yep. Uh, I actually realized I'm going to cheat and I'll have two spiffs. Focuses. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, first off, uh, Justin White of Garage Avenger on his mm-hmm. podcast, Make IDs Reality. That's a mouthful altogether. Uh, he interviewed Ivan Eiler from Metal Shop Masters. Yeah. And it oh, was wow. a really, really good chat they had. Uh, Justin podcasts have been really good for a really long time. And he's been getting more and more uh, up there and interesting people on. And this last episode was especially interesting, I find. Also I because Ivan Eiler has the most sexy, dreamy voice you can ever dream of. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's hard to stay awake when that man talks, even though it's really fascinating and interesting. Mm. Uh, also, Ivan Eiler himself got a YouTube channel that is super fascinating and well worth a look. But my real and proper focus, I had to concentrate for a second, Hope you didn't notice. Uh, is uh, today I found out, yeah, a fairly big YouTube channel, but it's my kind of very specific and nerdy facts about anything, from uh, the last time you could legally sell your wife to another man in the UK, <laughs> which is not that long ago apparently, mm-hmm. uh, and how many damsels in distress was actually saved by a knight. Uh, which is horrifically the exact opposite story of a lot of damsels being kidnapped by knights and being married off and raped. And also a, a lot of other fun, interesting stories from yeah. history. But it's uh, his style might not be for everyone's liking because he's very much a talking head with overlays and things. But it's super fascinating and he delivers it really well, I think. Even though 
it might come off as being a bit too dry, but it's humorous match and I find it interesting. Yeah, cool. Cool. Gonna check Must it watch. out too. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast with Ivan Eiler, Ivan Eiler's YouTube channel, and today I found out. Nice. Are we done? Nice. Yep. Yep. Woohoo. Nearly, need... nearly within the hour time that we set or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, but it's time to go to bed. Yeah. And so. If you want to go to bed with us, no, wait. Uh, no, you can that's find not us the... at yeah. two thirds focused on all of the mostly social places, and you can send us an email at two thirds focused at gmail.com if you have any thoughts, questions, or feedback, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmeer.no. And you can find me at theredsmiths.com and redsmiths at theredsmiths uh, on all the social places. And it's nerdinventor.com and nerdinventor on YouTube and Insta and all the other social media places. Yoohoo! We're getting better Bye. at this. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week.